Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory-smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your crave. Finally, it happened to me right in front of my face, <laughs> and that shit was so sickening. It was. Finally, was So, my God, my God, I'm so like I'm so full, but also exhausted because she took everything I have. Um, I'm actually devastated. I feel just, I just feel different. I do. I feel like something has changed. I just feel like an orphan. I feel abandoned. I feel Mm -hmm. like a piece of me is gone. No, I understand. I wanted to be at the party last night real bad with the dancers and the band and everybody. Like I felt left out that I wasn't invited and I don't know why. It's just like that's fine. That's yeah, not yeah. you know. I'm not a part of that circle, and I respect that. I don't even know if I could handle something like that, which is fine. Right? No, I mean, if I was there, I would be in the corner the whole time, trying for nobody to notice me. So it's I would for just the best. drink water, so I would not be under any influence that would <laughs> force me or try and convince me rather to go and speak to someone. I would just stand to the side and bother nobody. I would drink water so Beyonce wouldn't be like, "Who's this bitch wasting my money?" Right. <laughs> Bitch, nobody asked you to partake in my juices. So, this is the read or whatever. Um, Black Excellence this week is going to go out to um, the great people over at Marvel Comics. That's how you say that. Okay. Like the word Marvel. And so annoying. (laughs) This is specifically about Nighthawk. Issue number one, The New Nighthawk. And it's being written by David Walker, I believe. And the artist's name is Roman. I'm going to say Roman V because Roman, I know that you listen to the show apparently. And I respect you enough to not massacre your last name. So I just want to say, first of all, this comic book um, follows a black superhero vigilante sort okay. of a guy. Okay. Um, but the point is he's black and he beats the shit out of white supremacists and he wears Yeezys while he's doing oh it. But the reason Amazing. 
that I specifically live for this particular issue of this particular black ass comic is because Roman decided to shout out the read <laughs> in the middle of this comic. Um, which means that the read is now a part of the Marvel universe, which means that I am ready to be a part of any Nighthawk film, television, uh, show, Netflix program. Um, I'm also ready to star alongside Lupita, Michael B. Jordan, and Chadwick in the Black Panther film. I'm available for Avengers Infinity War. Really anything Marvel that you have. Big Hero 6 to whatever you want to do, I'm ready to be there. Um, And so I thank you. Essentially, this means that the read is almost (laughs) like a Disney property at this point. Okay. So we're, you know, we're just coming for... (laughs) We're we're out here. (laughs) You know, that's just what we do as... As a people. So, so I big shut out. I did not understand any of those words, but I'm very flattered to be in a comic book. You understood all of it. I understood the magnitude of what this is, like for our show to be mentioned in this. But as far as like what all of this means. That means that within the realm of people like Storm from X-Men, the read exists. Right. That means that if this show is in this comic book, right. it is possible for Jean Grey to hear this show for let me google Jean Grey it doesn't matter anyway is it G awesome. with a G or Jean or G with a Jean like the French like Jean like Jean oh, okay Jean like, Grey J oh okay with a E in the Y there's also a rapper by the name of Jean Grey oh okay oh this lady alright so it's a super it's a superhero oh she's in the X-Men oh I've seen X-Men I saw the one with Wolverine. It was really good. A few years ago. Wolverine is in quite literally every X-Men. <laughs> well, I think he was the star of this one. All of them. Oh, well, it was the one where Pretty it was two old people in a prairie, in a house on a prairie or something. They were in like a, a real plains type area. It looked like Oklahoma or Kansas. And it was two old people in a house. And I think he went by the house. Or something. Maybe they I think died. you're talking about the second. Or it was in the movies. It was in the movie theater. I went with my friends along. Maybe it was a decade I ago. Think you're talking about the third one. <laughs> anyway, Whatever. I'm excited too. Thank you, Marvel. Okay, so let's move on into pressing matters. Okay. I'm assuming by your lack of computer today that we don't have anything to talk about before. Because sh- what? I, what else? <laughs> I mean, there's not even like. And you know something? I looked through the things last night, and there's, like, drama or whatever that we could mention. But, like, so? Don't nobody give a fuck about this. Beyonce came to town. It's so true. Now, the reason that I may just dive into whatever bullshit here is because I haven't decided whether or not this should be a spoiler-free episode. Now, I feel like it's only fair that it should be because there are people who still haven't seen the show. Trash. Last time we just told people, listen, the first 45 minutes are Mrs. Carter's show, and if you don't want to hear about it, you can skip it. But I, See, that's also fair. Yeah. How so, are we just not going to talk about formation? Like, what? Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough, okay? If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. 
With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until you might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. Okay, so I feel like... But if something happened in the news that you want to cover, please... Literally nothing. Like, there's nothing... The Kardashians. There's nothing... Oh, I don't know what something, that is. Something. I don't know. Um, they Pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lips. Uh, Blay Mayweather makeup. bought a house. I think that Dwayne <laughs> How Wade... How is that news? <laughs> as much money as that nigga has. Dwayne Wade and the lead uh, Clover's cheerleader, they posted something on Snapchat, I guess, right after they had oh, sex. Oh, yeah, that was gross like sweetheart look i don't need to be this intimate with y'all why (laughs) it's just very uncomfortable and it's very awkward to feel like you're being assaulted by somebody else's business like you know like unrequested right i didn't need to see this and it's so personal like it yeah like the now y'all kind of like dewy y'all got that little after you look like you just got done fucking and it was worse because i think he snapchatted before and after Something like that. So you saw them looking like relatively normal together. Right. And then you and then saw sweaty, the clearly we've been getting it in. <laughs> Krispy Kreme glaze covered sex Eyes must. all fucked up. People's face set right. <laughs> need to, and it's not even that like the thought of those two people having sex is disgusting because they're both attractive. Gabrielle Union is beautiful. Dwayne Wade, Dwayne. He's he's there. He's handsome. You could do worse. Much worse. You could do much worse on that team. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not trying to take anything away from them. And it's my team. It's no shade. I'm just being honest. Um, 
I just feel like that is like I don't yeah, that's, that's just so personal I don't need to see that now if somebody was like how big is it girl then it would have been like bitch you know what I'm saying right. but girl don't that's no but I just don't like to think of people having sex really that's just I, I don't, don't mind it I really don't want to think about two people and one of them isn't me having sex like it's it's just keep that to yourself like that I do it all to. the time Mm-mm. but what I'm saying is Mm-mm. is I just no. feel like especially like that. straight people oh god see a straight people kiss turns my stomach we don't have <laughs> oh god oh Seeing god anybody kiss turns your stomach oh and people with no lips oh that's real bad that's just disgusting but anyway you know I'm glad they're happily married or whatever they got past the break babies and all that Y'all so. won't let them forget it, so I don't really see how <laughs> Well, is it that we won't let them forget it or that they never really stop giving us reasons to think about it? I mean, because the baby's literally not going anywhere. I mean, that's true, too, but okay. Just over there, like, I still need... Regardless. I mean, I like Gabrielle Union, so I'm not trying to shit on her or nothing. I don't mind either one of them. I don't need the ins and outs of anybody's relationship. Especially because you're, like, super famous. Like, I just, I feel like... Right. It's just so... I'm just not going to do that, but more power to y'all. It's just awkward. It's really <laughs> very strange. Anyway. Is that it? Um, Chris Brown is still being Chris Brown. Let's see. Bobby Brown apparently told 2020 that he had sex with a ghost. Leslie Jones is on the cover of Elle magazine. Yes, go Leslie! So, so proud of Leslie Jones. Leslie Jones has been making me laugh since, like, high school. That is so dope, And man. I'm so... so dope happy that white people finally realize that she's funny too so that she can actually be out here prospering yes and on a magazine like Elle which honestly I would have never thought ever 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 thought Elle is like the Alme of magazines niggas like Elle's Twitter website situation they still be posting dumb shit you know like they still be out here calling froze curly clouds or whatever when white people are like I don't but anyway still a great cover not taking anything away from that go Leslie um, Troy Ave is apparently speaking about his shooting on his upcoming mixtape, Free Troy Ave, oh, which is like the worst possible. Like that is like the this that proves to me that there is nobody over there who is talking to you, who gives like who cares yeah. about your life. You got the wrong Jewish lawyer. That is just such a bad idea. <laughs> Please don't put out a mix. If you put out a mixtape calling Free Troy Ave, guarantee you're not getting out. Like, it doesn't even matter what you actually say on there. The fact that you are going to talk about it on some music. Right. The fact that this mixtape is your priority. Why are you putting out a mixtape when you are facing charges? It's almost like, hey, y'all, so let me use this tragic incident that I was being completely foolish in. Um, to go ahead and get my number. To get up. y'all to listen to this fucking mixtape. Like, right. that's what it's giving me. Like, you didn't even let the man's body, like, cool down or do anything. You ain't like, he right. has, like, if he's in the ground yet. It just seems to just me your priorities are fucked up. It just which seems... doesn't surprise me because I saw you on camera shooting like a dumbass at Irving Plaza, like, them white folks don't have no cameras. I just, I don't know what you were thinking, sir, but all right. Uh, don't do this, Troy Ave. Amber Rose and Wiz Khalifa are divorced. Uh, what? Um, Tammy Rivera and Waka Flocka are no longer together. Damn, after she spent all season fighting his battles on Love and Hip Hop. Oh, rest bad. in peace to Kimbo Slice. That oh, hurt my yeah. heart. Uh, 
just... I assume we're going to talk about Muhammad Ali later, but also rest in peace to the God, the goats. That's just one of those things again that... Yes, okay. I mean, yeah. Because Muhammad Ali is like... He was one of those people growing up that I was just like... I mean, I wasn't into boxing, but you didn't have to be because for black people, it was about way more than just boxing. And the fact that he had all these strong opinions on what was going on and he wasn't afraid to be like, look, I live in this racist ass country and I'm not going overseas to kill nobody on y'all's mark ass behalf. Like, fuck y'all. I'm not doing that. Nope. This racist ass white people right here for me to contend with. I'm not going to kill nobody in y'all's name. So, but anyway, rest in peace, Muhammad Ali. I don't know how Ali was, like, old, but... Yeah. I mean, it was sad. It was sad. And seeing, like, the last portraits he took and all that and seeing the messages from his family and all that, I kept thinking about Layla Ali and, you know, how devastating this must be for her. And, and of course, when a loved one passes away, it's a huge loss for you personally, but it's a loss for all of us. And I'm not going to get started on white people talking about how Ali transcended race when he literally did the exact opposite, like... He literally made it about race. Like, and now that he's gone, y'all trying to act like he was some colorless. <laughs> oh, y'all are garbage. But what else is new? Anyway. Um, Look at you. You really don't care. I just didn't. Uh, we can do it in San Francisco this weekend, whatever other story. Oh, that is such a good point. Great. Thank you. <laughs> Why even waste all this bullshit? Fuck it. Okay, great. So, moving right along. At this point in the program, then, I guess, if you haven't seen Lady Beyonce and her blessed, blessed program, then I would say skip ahead approximately 20, 30 minutes. Are we going to do, like, letters? No. I mean, yeah, we're going to do letters and all that, and it's not going to be... but. Probably for the entire, like, hot topic section is just going to be formation from here on out. Right. So however long that usually is, because I don't know, I don't care, then I would just skip to that. Um, <laughs> because, yeah, I am now holding nothing back. I want to say at approximately 7, 45, 8 o'clock p.m. on Tuesday, June 7th, 2016, I was permitted to enter City Fields Arena Stadium in Flushing, Queens, New York. Yes, come on, Arena Stadium. Um, I think I mentioned about how I didn't have, like, I had an extra ticket and I didn't know who I was going to take. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about taking a nigga because, you know, usually, like, things like that, like, that's, like, a nigga experience. Yeah. But there were no niggas worthy of, like, inviting to... Especially the seats you had. So, I was just like, mm, right. Like, right. no. No, you're not getting a- on the floor with me and Beyonce, girl. <laughs> because there are no niggas who act right enough. <laughs> just none. Just not one. And it's unfortunate. It is. Because they don't earn it. That's such a great experience. It is. And they... I mean, I would say they deserve it, but they don't act like they deserve it. So why would you just give it to you a get nigga? Nothing. All will- right, you don't get it. You don't get floor seats. Maybe if I had some nosebleeds, but you're not getting floor seats. Not at this concert where Beyonce was literally like, look, this nigga acted up and I told him that he could kiss my ass. So you right. bring your fuck nigga to this concert if you want to. Like, you didn't learn Right, anything. no, you would be a fool if you brought a dumb nigga to this show. <laughs> because she doesn't hold back. But yeah, so I'm glad. I was glad to see you with Fran. 
Um, yes. I don't know if that happened at the last minute or what. but It certainly did. It happens approximately uh, four to five hours before I Okay, left. so definitely. Um, but I don't know why I assumed that Fran was going to be there. Maybe it's because Fran looks like she, too, was sitting in the trees in that bayou at the end of that goddamn yeah, movie. Like, right. Fran looks like she would be Couldn't there. Couldn't you see Fran all over Lemonade, just right next to Chloe and Hallie? Exactly. The entire aesthetic is Fran. I just don't even believe that she wasn't it. Like, I can't right. believe that she wasn't personally Maybe Double check the credits because I feel like creatively she was involved. Right, <laughs> she has to be in the thank yous it is all or something. Her, right. So I was shocked that a she wasn't going and b she's never been to a Beyonce concert. So Had it to. was perfect. Um, so we walked in. When we walked in, Remy was on stage cussing, which was fantastic. Yes, it was. Um, I heard that I missed some other rap artists from New York while DJ Khaled which was up on stage, but I did not mind. It wasn't It wasn't anybody you would have cared about. It was like Fab and... T.I., Busta Rhymes. T.I., yeah, Busta Rhymes. Like typical Summer Jam ass niggas Yeah, basically, basically. No disrespect. I mean, right. great artists or whatever, but I didn't come there to see y'all, so like... Rappers lining up to actually, do a three minute set at Beyonce's concert. Actually, the only person who I, who I heard came out that I would have wanted to see is Remy. Although I just saw Remy in DC like however many weeks ago, mm-hmm. so it was like okay, I came at the right, right time. You didn't really miss anything. I went to go pick up my merch that I purchased on the Sidestep app. Um, and that reminds me that I have to tell, tell the story of this jacket when we're through. Okay. But we were in like row eight, um, like yes. right by the little catwalk situation. Yes. And that giant ass fucking box is sitting up on this stage all lit up. Now, the crazy thing is I turned to Fran at one point and I was like, bitch, how much do you think this shit costs? Like this, like just that part. Right. Not the lights surrounding it like a fucking like gladiator, like an Olympus Coliseum or some <laughs> right. shit. Like Just the catwalk. Just the catwalk. Just <laughs> the screen. Like how much? Oh, how that big ass box screen thing. Huge oh, screen. my God. I heard it takes them three days to put our shit together. Like, from venue to venue. And I can see why. It is so intricate. Massive. Beyonce, you outdid yourself, bitch. You did. The production value on this tour is unfucking believable It's it's gorgeous. Like, everything about it is perfect. So. It's not even like she just says, hey. And I said this to Fran prior because I'm like, okay, you haven't seen this before. I want you to realize that these cameras that you're seeing, like these screens that will show her when she's performing, they will not simply just be a camera that will allow you to see closer up. She's going to give you an entire experience while she's like, she will be performing live and it will show you live footage, but it will be edited in a way that will fully encompass the Beyonce experience that you came here to have (laughs) with me on this God blessed evening tonight. So I said, you just wait. This is probably going to separate and open up and she's going to come through. Exactly. Literally word for word what happened. No, that isn't what happened. It isn't? I I mean, it does open up. Oh. But when the lights went out and it lit all up, 
and it started to spin around, that's when I realized that it was actually like a box. Oh, I thought okay. that it was just two big screens that were going to oh, like, open up. Oh, you didn't realize it was like 3D, like no, a box No, I didn't realize yeah. that it was a box. And I damn sure didn't realize that the shit could spin <laughs> around 360 goddamn scientific yeah. fucking degrees. Nigga, there's a so, whole infrastructure in there. <laughs> when that shit got to rotating, bitch, I literally clutched my Diana <laughs> pearls. I did like the Diane yeah. for Blackish, and I was just like, oh my God, mm-hmm. what is about to happen to me? It's just. She did that. I don't. I don't. So when they start coming out in those hats, now I feel like the hats should also be for sale, Beyonce. Um, I'm willing to place my debit card information into whatever website to purchase the hat for Mm -hmm. whatever it is that you are charging for one. Yes. I will wear it all summer long and be hot. I don't care. (laughs) Um, But I just need to have one. I also need the extended version of the Big Frida the uh, intro. intro. Yeah. That was nice. Are you good? So I, I need to be at the show in New Orleans. I wasn't as close as you were. I was in section 123. You which weren't is, as close as I was on Tuesday. On Tuesday. Right. Okay. I wasn't on the floor. I was in like section 123 with Jade. I had three tickets and me and Jade sat together. And then the other ticket was in a way better section, but it was by itself. So Asante took that one because he said he wanted to stand without any judgment, which I understand because he gets emotional, which yes. is fine. I mean, we all do. But so we were in a different section and you could see like the thing about this bitch is that she really considers every, every single, single seat. It's just there's something for everybody. And the sides of this giant box are oftentimes showing a completely different, different clip right. than what the front is. And I'm just like, this bitch has truly outdone herself. It does not matter if you spent $66 and you are way at the fucking top of this arena. You are going to see the same show as the rest of us. Now, you may not be able to see the color of her eyeshadow in person like I did. I mean, you may not touch her fingertips like I did, but the point is that you saw it. That's right. You were there. You will still be able to get a full Beyonce experience. She has that stage that's right up in the front and <laughs> And then, like she always does, has yeah. the catwalk to the stage that's in the middle. Yeah. So there is literally just a piece of Beyonce for every person in every seat. I encourage you to be a part of the movement. This is not a concert that you just got to be like, well, if I can only get nosebleed seats, then I'm not going to go. Bitch, you better bring some motherfucking Bitch, Kleenex, <laughs> stuff both nostrils, and be in goddamn formation and make your presence goddamn known. It's not a fucking show to miss. It isn't. And you girls be asking me all of the time why I don't spend my money to come and see your other girls it is because I have seen all of these Beyonce concerts and it is just it's going to be underwhelming and I'm sorry like she brings it she brings it every mark Beyonce hits every every mark Beyonce hits all of the dots every X every O tic-tac-toe on your motherfucking black American ass bitch Beyonce's got it for you and she's bringing it overseas too she's got the vocals unmatched She's got the choreography. Don't test her. She's got the stage presence. Every dancer is bringing their whole goddamn spinal cord. They are dancing in water. They are dancing in air. They're dancing in fire and earth. They are dancing from each and every part of all of the Avatar's kingdoms, bitch. They are representing on that motherfucking stage. 
The mamas are over there on the side and they are giving you vocals. They are they are singing from all of their chakras. They're singing from the bottom to the goddamn top. The the guitar, the drums, everything, the lights, the camera, the fucking action, the smoke, the mirrors, the wind, everything is just there. Beyonce thinks about all of it. She thinks about all of it. All of it. She thinks about all of it. You just can't. Like Okay. All right. Amen. Now, I tried to keep that under control. No, let it out. Let it out. Let it out. it just had to happen. It was just so good. She thinks about everything. Like, Every, it really does everything for down from her silhouette, bitch. It's like it's like if you can go more than once, I suggest that you do. If you have already spent your money on like a super expensive ticket, then just get another one. Get like. <laughs> Get a cheaper one. Get a cheap. That's what I'm saying. Get a cheaper one. Yeah, I wasn't in the pit two nights in a row. <laughs> you'll be surprised what you might actually catch from a cheaper seat that you wouldn't catch from front row. Man. You know what I'm saying? Because, bitch, once again, Beyonce's not like, oh, well, this concert is just for the girls who spent bread and I'm just going to be living no. for the girls up front. No, no, girl. Like, if you are paying, when she performs Partition, if you look up on the stadium, like her entire silhouette yes. is like shot up it on is. the whole arena. Like she, every inch of the stadium is hers. Like, oh my God. <laughs> she just took over. You're right. Like, I mean, and honestly, as far as like overall fun is concerned, I had a way better time on Tuesday with Jade in regular seats with plenty of what space did I tell you? to dance and act and ass. What did like, I tell you? Because we just sat there and went off the whole night. Like, did not sit. We just sat there and got our lives to Beyonce the whole fucking time. And it was everything. Like, just being able to see the stage from a distance and everything that she had planned out, the visuals, everything Absolutely. was just... It was so the pit was a, a totally different experience, but like as far as regular concert fun, I would definitely go if it was just me and like three friends and everybody was like, Look, girl, I got seventy dollars, so let's just get these nosebleeds and go. Bitch, you will have a grand time. There's Please no way do that not I'm let not that stop going you. to the Beyonce concert. Right. If I don't I care ha- where if I'm I sitting. Have a ticket, I'm going to the show. But the I'm trying to get y'all to understand that you don't have to spend hundreds and hundreds to have <laughs> a great time. If I'm in the nosebleed my arms might be folded until that bitch comes out. But oh, no, I'm going to sit there <laughs> until she gets until out. Until she comes out, I might be just a little <laughs> perturbed. But I'm still, you're still going to have fun. Like, right. she still acknowledges everybody up there. She's like, I see y'all. She does it Happy all the birthday. Time, right. All of that stuff. Like, you're going to get your life. That's the point. The pit, like I said, is just like a once in a lifetime experience to get up and close to your faith. But you still have to be at yes. that bitch when the sun comes up oh and you God. have to be on your feet for the entirety of the motherfucking performance. <laughs> Do you know how tired I am today? Not to say that you aren't stiff. Because Fran turned to me at one point and was like, so you have to stand up for that whole thing? I was like, girl, you'll be surprised how long you're going to be standing up even if you have a seat. Yeah. Like, you really won't notice like oh god damn my feet actually hurt until the show is over so because there's just so many times that you want to get up and move your ass because beyonce puts on one hell of a show like you don't there's no opportunity to, to sit down and just watch i mean you could but there's no reason that you would because beyonce is up there giving you a show the whole time so if you are at all a beyonce fan you're gonna be feeling that and dancing right along with her ass and it was even better from the pit perspective 
excuse me, as far as that was concerned, because the dancers, I didn't realize how much they interact with the crowd until I got mm-hmm. that close. Them bitches are like really part of the show. They doing backgrounds while she's singing and they are like facial expressions and gesturing and all this shit. Like they kept on interacting with us in the and pit. You can tell I was that those standing girls, for them. Those bitches. girls are like, I, I can said, do this you bitches every better walk day. Woo! I could do this every day for the rest of my life. Listen, whatever cuts Beyonce made, whatever replacements had to be made, I'm so sorry if you bitches are upset. I understand the band had some shakeups. BB's no longer with us. Rest in peace. But you know what? Whatever had to be done just had to be fucking done because I see the vision and where Beyonce took it, and I'm only excited to see where she goes from here. This I bitch feel continues like, to get better. I feel like Beyonce, like when I saw the new guitarist, I thought to myself, like, Beyonce, I mean, I don't know, and I truly don't care, but I thought Beyonce might have just been like, you know what, I'm going to give some new girls a chance, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to give... I don't think it was amicable. I think BB has some shit to say. Like, I remember a couple of times BB talking shit about Beyonce online over the past couple years. Really? Yeah. I think it was some... I don't think it was, like, no cool fallout or nothing like that. I think it was some shit, so... Well, okay, bye, girl. But either way, <laughs> you know, you had your moment. I it threw was great. my neck out going out to this new girl, so shout out to you, sis, because you did that. She was, like, rock yes. and rolling yes. it you know so somebody else has got to do the matrix underneath that guitar uh i mean somebody else has got to have the guitar <laughs> right for beyonce to do the matrix underneath you know everybody's had their moment you mm-hmm. can always forever say that i was on tour with beyonce you almost every one of her last There's so tours. much tour footage of you i mean right. you have it girl you have your worldwide moment, so you couldn't piss me off yeah beyonce could literally come to my face and be like bitch well bye girl Right. It's nice knowing you. I mean, but what she has done for me up to this point has been enough. Like, what what else can you even fucking ask for? That's how I felt, and I paid to see that bitch. And I felt like she did me a favor. Right. <laughs> there were po- Listen, okay, so let me talk about how I cussed Beyonce out. Like, Oh, God. Because there was moments, oh there were moments where she kept saying, like, thank you all so much for having me here tonight and I literally have shouted at the stage I'm like shut up thanks for coming girl bye you know that we wanted to be here bitch we didn't care we cleared out our checkings and savings stop it like I'm literally like Alyssa Milano was sitting next to me like girl why are you yelling yes Alyssa why are you yelling at this woman so come on who's the boss um, she literally paid me no mind. I just thought that that was super cute and I wanted to speak to her, but I left her the fuck alone because she came to do yeah. what? Enjoy the concert. I like saw I so many like celebrities and mildly famous people and I was like, let me not be that I girl. left each and every single one of their asses alone. Janet Mock, I saw you. Hi. I didn't come up to you though. Um, I saw Tyson Beckford, Tyson Beckford looking Beckford like Lisa Ray and all that. Surrounded life. with a bunch of beautiful We're gonna women keep like it. he usually is. Yes. So... You just take whatever you want from that. He and, is and still beautiful. I wouldn't be surprised if it was like, an, I don't remember who said this first, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was like an open secret that Tyson Beckford just kind of is down with the fuck around. And, you know, it's dicks and pussies and whatever else is available. Like, let's just all get it in. Like, nothing about L.A. and celebrities surprises me, but he just gives me, you know, <laughs> that orgies wouldn't be... <laughs> An automatic no. Tyson Beckford is very handsome. He is, and even still today, so modeling. So she opened the show with formation. All right, clearly because he is at every show. Like, and it's surprising how many of these celebrities really be at like every single Beyonce. Look, I'm just gonna tell you, Melissa Harris Perry was right in front of me and she was drunk. Now look, I mean, I spoke to Kia about. (laughs) 
Yes, Melissa. Yes, Melissa. And Kia was like, this makes me so happy because I know that all of my degrees, I can just let my hair down at any moment and have a drink and have a good time. And I said, if ever there is a moment (laughs) to say I am going to enjoy a beverage and shake my ass and my micro braids, it's at the Beyonce concert. Melissa Harris Perry deserved that. You have 365 days of having these white people look at you and expect whatever. If you're going to be black as fuck and get your party on, it's at the formation tour. Be drunk and have a good time. It is for black women. Like, the whole show just felt... And the, the audience overwhelmingly made up of women, period. And I felt like that is typical of Beyonce, but it just... she's so clearly at the point in her life where she really fully understands herself as a woman. I think she understands like the complexities of being a woman and that she goes through shit and it's okay to put that shit in her art. And like, it's just everything about the show. Everything about the show is amazing. Literally. When the mamas came on stage, I said, well, this is where my my standing begins. (laughs) Okay. So Alyssa Milano, uh, I don't know if that was her husband or whoever, like I was sitting right next to. And like the people kept like cheering or like getting super excited randomly. Like when that commercial. Oh, yeah. Every time a new commercial comes on, the Ivy Park commercial niggas is screaming. Look at these new concert goers. (laughs) I said to Fran, like she plays a a fucking commercial at every concert and the girls be excited like it's about to start. It's going to say exclusively on title right after. Do not get hyped for no lemonade promo. (laughs) Like, when she's ready to come on, you will know. When she's ready to come on, it won't be to the same shit you've already seen a million times. I promise you that. So the man next to me got me together at one point because they started cheering again. And I was like, I don't see anything. The light hasn't gone out yet. I don't believe it. She's not on stage. And he turns to me. He was like, the background singers are on stage now. Uh, Oh, (laughs) Whatever. And I was like, well, you read me. You're right. You got it. You got me together, hun. And that's literally like when the light cut out. Yeah. And it was time. It was Once the mamas time. come out. And they, they know they have fans, too. I mean, it's just, it's amazing how everybody involved with Beyonce has, like, We know who each and every swaps, one of y'all right? are. We, right? we live for y'all. Even the choreographers, Jaquel, Chris Grant, Frank, Frank Gadsden. Oh, I stand. <laughs> I stand. Like... Because I was in the pit last night and some random white girl was like, wait a minute, who is that? With? Well, Tiffany is gone. I don't know who this other girl is. Right. That's not right. normally the mamas. Where's Kimmy? Oh, so there she is. is. Okay, we've got it. Okay, okay. I see and Ashley. Ashley. Okay, yeah, all Ashley. Right, all got... right. So making sure. Okay. Who is, is she? she? News of the tour? She news okay, well, the tour? I don't know her. Get her name. Get her name. Because Pull these name kids up. have been to seven, eight Beyonce concerts. They've been in the pit five or six times. They know we everybody know on payroll. They be talking to the motherfuckers <laughs> who are taking down the lights and shit like, Kevin! Hey, Kevin. It's me again. Like, crew. Like, but seriously, they do. We're like on first name basis with the crew. Right. With her security. Security walks up. Everybody's the fans. like, what's up, my nigga? Like, the fans. Well, we, we meet again. Right. Like, Here we you are. see the same people. Security be turning in like, oh, you had another one? Yes. You know it, nigga. You so, know it. Hey, girl. I mean, it's just a great experience. So, I mean, I can't even, I don't even feel like I can... I don't remember the whole set list. I damn sure don't. But, but I, I know, know she opened with Formation. And it was... I feel like the intro... Man, oh man. Like the first five to ten minutes and the f- last five to ten minutes were like the highlights mm-hmm. for me. Because, again, that rotating shit, the entrance, that little... That little... 
shoulder shimmy shit that yeah. they were doing into formation was giving me so absolute good. so good man i'm not gonna say it but it was giving me it was reminiscent to legends and i just feel like <laughs> you know i lived for it um i mean and it was life it was just so great sorry was great the lights I love that she doesn't feel like um, Sorry, that beautiful. black girls and blue lights can't get along anymore. She's clearly, you know. <laughs> She's found her shade of blue. She has definitely found her shade of blue and respects it. Um, the blue section is where I cried real tears um, as well as Halo. I almost cried during, you know, the family montage moment, but I kept it together. But almost. That shit almost got me. Oh, the, the footage of Jay holding Blue when she was like just born. Like fresh born. Oh, that shit hit me in my chest. And that whole segment is dedicated to her. Yeah. And so it's like, look at this celebrity. <laughs> like, and look. if there is anybody that the Beehive goes up for the way they do Beyonce, it is Blue fucking Ivy. I mean, every time Blue Ivy came on, <laughs> on screen, the whole crowd was just like, yeah! Blue. And like, Blue was probably in the dressing room on her iPad like, watching the shit. Here like, y'all go again. Oh, God, yes. I'm sickening. Shut up. Did how you see long, her walking longer? up at the CFD? Yes. <laughs> She's so over us. Like, uh, hush, yes. gone, bye, loud, loud. Yes. Inside voices. Shut Stop this. Up. Just please. <laughs> everybody, just be quiet. everybody. That's enough. I get it. Yes. Every single time I walk I outside. I could be at home watching Netflix kids. But instead, I'm here in these expensive garments because my mother's a fashion icon. And now you're yelling at me like, no, we're not doing it tonight. Any other night, almost. came to be cute in my dress and my flats. Yes, I'm beautiful and perfect. I know, girl. Now what? Please stop. Do you have something new for me? Because What else? She's so annoyed with us. (laughs) Like, eventually she's going to realize, like, people are always going to do that to her. I think for now she's still just like, okay, but y'all are loud. So if you could just not, I would appreciate it. I think she's going to be very Solange. Mm -hmm. Like, I think she's going to be very Solange and just, like, not give a fuck about that and not be very interested in being like, hey, girls. Because Solange, like, gives you a moment. But Solange is, like, in her own world, creating her own art, doing whatever the fuck she wants. I'm so glad she opened up her Snapchat. I'm so glad. It's just a constant inspiration to me. Solange is like, yes, yes, we're great. (laughs) I mean, I guess, girl, yeah. Yeah, I see that. Um, Jay was like, I wonder what Blue Ivy's going to be when she grows up. I'm like, literally whatever the fuck she wants. Like, I'm almost envious of that child because she's growing up obviously with so much money and two incredibly dope and talented parents but I also feel like she's being raised to kind of explore whatever she has an interest in and literally can develop her life around whatever brings her the most joy like and her cousin is fluent in French and, right and her cousin is fluent in French and y'all are mad about it on Instagram like, like y'all find the weirdest Pause. shit <laughs> Solange said, bitch, not today. So this child is like bilingual, multilingual, yeah. whatever, however, I don't know how many languages. Acla- apparently at some French immersion private school in New Orleans or the New Orleans area. I mean, we've discussed Jules being a, a child prodigy for quite some time, but right. I just don't understand how that makes you mad. Right. Like, I don't understand how I mean, do him- you not remember when B was pregnant and she and Jules were sitting at the piano singing a little song for Blue and like... Blue, blue, blue. I'm so in love with you, blue. Something like that. It was really cute. But she and Jules were like playing the piano then. I think he was like six. So I don't know why y'all acting like you surprised to Jules being like amazing and smart and fuck? gifted because. How, what is that bother Look you? at his mama. 
Of course. Why does that? Let why him, does it make you mad? Right. Well, Solange, why does your son speak fluent French? I'm just saying. Because the white man. Black people's heritage you know that, and all this. Like, Do you know that black people speak French? Do you know that they them niggas are solidly Creole? <laughs> like, whole ass Creole. <laughs> like, French is not... Ex- okay. Do you have any idea how many black people in Louisiana speak or spoke French or Creole? Like, sweetie, stop this. Stop it. Have you ever heard of Haiti? Have you ever heard of I'm just so tired. I'm so tired. Like, I just get so tired. You don't think about anything. You, you just start tapping. You just start tapping. You start tapping. You don't proofread. You don't think about anything. You don't get a second fucking opinion. You just type and you hit send and you look dumb. Right. I really think deep down y'all see shit like that. And way deep down past your own consciousness, you think, damn, I wish my son could speak fluent French. Like, damn, I wish I could put my child in a school like that. It must be something like that. It's like a hater buried deep within you. That makes you want to type to people about, oh, how dare you put your child in a good school? Because I literally can't think of any other sensible <laughs> right, reason. It's just I'm foolish. open to be like, you an mad because this child is excelling? What is wrong with y'all? He's a little boy. Ugh, but anyway. What? Yes, I definitely see Blue Ivy growing up to be like Solange Jr., definitely. Can Idris Elba and Boris Kojo speak like 17 languages apiece? So, like, I'm sure. It doesn't bother you. Yeah, because Boris Kojo, I think, grew up in Germany, right? Right. Yeah. But he can speak like a shit ton of languages. Yeah. So, I just don't understand why. It's not, it's certainly not going to hurt that boy to be fluent in something other than English. Like, that can only be an asset. (laughs) And. Have you forgotten whose child he is? It's and, not like he has to go out and get a job anyway. And, bitch, do you know that English <laughs> is also from England? What? It was just full. That girl, I really think that girl was just having a bad day. But Solange and Miss Tina had time for that ass. You talk about the white man's language, the white man's language in English. <laughs> you dumb <laughs> motherfucker. Oh, man. Anyway. So... I want to talk about the pit experience because I feel like if I don't get it out, I'm going to forget it. Please. Um, I got there. I think gates were supposed to open at 430. I got there at like 345 and there was already a line. People had been lining yeah. up since like 8 a.m. Absolutely. Which you can kiss my ass. I don't have that kind of time. But it had been raining off and on. Um, somebody came out. You know, they check your tickets like three or four times to make sure that you are in the place you're supposed to be. They give you like a lanyard. And then you have to decide what side of the stage you want to be on, right or left. They separate you into lines. And then once you get ready to walk out into the pit. So it was like 5.15 when we were actually walking out on stage. And the man told us, so listen, I need everybody in a single file line. We're going to walk to the stage. If you run, you will go to the back of the line. There is no (laughs) running. I'm like, I'm glad you said it. Because, sweetie, when I tell you I was stretching and getting ready to bust past every last one of them bitches. I'm sure everybody had the same <laughs> idea. They were like, I'm so glad you said it. <laughs> I stretched before I left the house, honey. <laughs> like, I came in my comfortable shoes, I bitch. have my Ivy Park on. <laughs> so what's it going to be? Stunning number of people in Ivy Park at this show. Like, Absolutely. I had every other person had on Ivy Park. I was wearing Ivy Park. So. <laughs> everybody. Like, so, but anyway, we walk in the single file line. And at that point, there's nobody in the stadium but employees. 
So employees Sick of City man. Field, employees of Parkwood. Beyonce so, wasn't even there yet. Right. No, hell no. And so they looking at us like, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? And one of the men said, hey, why are you here? Like, did y'all win a contest or something? I said, no, we spent an absurd amount of money to come early and stand all day. Thank you. I'm going to go on with enjoying my Don't experience now. Like, Don't ask me questions. shit else. Like, I paid to That's be here. why I'm here. So you end up with like three different wristbands to so you can get past all the different right. security levels. Because again, Beyonce's not playing. There's security outside the pit. There's security surrounding the floor seats. And there's security at every single section, which I have not seen before. Like when me and Jay were in section 123, there was actually somebody sitting at the bottom of every mm-hmm. section, making sure hoes did not move mm-hmm. back and forth. Like they were not fucking around yeah. with this tour. So, but anyway, got in, got in the pit at like five thirty. Got an amazing spot, like just right there at the mm-hmm. fucking front corner of the stage, and stood there for four hours <laughs> until Beyonce came out. <sighs> oh, so when I tell y'all that I'm too old for this, I really am too old for this. I can't. I'm glad I did it, but I will not be doing it again. That's I told you. You have to have it one time yeah, in your life. Right. And so the the fact that so many of the people in the pit have done it multiple times, like, oh, y'all are clearly young and you started young because I can't. There's no way that I can sign up to do this again, like literally stand and be outside all day for a show. But um, I did not expect to be recognized in the pit. That I don't know why I didn't. I don't either. I don't. I mean, I guess I just thought, you know, so many people just it just didn't it didn't occur to me. But (laughs) (laughs) like half the people I was around were like, okay, well, girl, I didn't want to be rude or whatever, but I love the read. So (laughs) let me get a selfie. I mean, we're standing here, so. So uh, this white girl, I think her name is Rachel, walked past me in line and literally said, that's fucking Gristle. And I was like, okay, so this is the kind of day I'm about to have. Like, but everybody was really sweet, um, you know, just talking about different tours and everything. The time went by. It felt faster than what it did. But when she came out and I realized that she and the dancers were literally right there and there there. were scheduled times that Beyonce was going to come around us and like bend down and put her beautiful hand in our midst. It was just nigga. So at one point her security, we got a security briefing, of course, Yes. (laughs) from the security guard who was like, so there's city field security and then there's Beyonce security and that's who I am. Right. And so I'll be moving back and forth periodically throughout the show. I'll be tapping you guys on the shoulders to let you know that I'm coming. Nobody likes to be pushed. So I'm not going to push you, but don't basically don't make me like because I have a job to do. So you bitches are going to part the sea when I need to get through. And they report to Julius. Uh, Right. And I mean, I said the last thing I want is problems with anybody associated with Beyonce. So whatever y'all, I just, uh, everybody was like, okay, so you know what? We're clearly all going to be smushed in here throughout the duration of the show and we're all going to get the fuck over it because that's the whole point of being here might as well get to know each other and it was just i mean i i snapchatted as much as i could like the especially when she was super close like right in my fucking face i got a lot of great shots but i really wanted to just enjoy the show Shout so, out to Snapchat for sending us those personal yes, um, the filters formation that we got to use. Filters, yes, thank you so formation. much for that because I definitely abused the fuck out of that filter. Um, but I think the the part that I really wasn't expecting is how different the perspective is from the pit 
than it is from the rest of the show. Mm -hmm. Because you're really watching the tour from Beyonce's point of view as opposed to the audience's. Right. So you're looking out, and I'm like, holy God, I can see, like, 30,000 niggas. (laughs) Like, and just realizing that Beyonce walks out and performs in front of that many people consistently, like, night after night, and then a two-day break, and then another show, and another show. I'm just like... Fran and I were talking about that shit on the train on the way over there. And Fran was like, I don't, like, how could you possibly, like, I can't imagine performing in front of that many people every single night. And I said, I I bet she's, like, numb to it. Because you do, she's done it for so long. Yeah. And she does it, like, every single night that she probably goes out there and it's, like, blacking. Like, she just performs. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But I said, I feel like sometimes she, like, allows herself to, like, take it all in because Mm -hmm. she gets emotional. She gets really emotional. When she starts, like, looking at people's individual faces, she starts to get emotional. But I think, typically, when she goes out, she's just like, you know, this is the Borg or whatever. Like, this is just some sea of people. Mm -hmm. And then when she starts seeing individuals, I think she gets kind of, you know, shooken up. But it was just... (sighs) I don't know why y'all tried to hate on the pit situation and tell me how much I was gonna hate it and this sucks and this 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 and Who you're the gonna fuck told you that? so many people tweeted me or wrote comments on Instagram like oh god the pit's terrible you're gonna be so miserable you're gonna wish that you hadn't spent that money girl they probably were running and got sent to the back of the line when they were in the pit <laughs> right maybe y'all didn't, didn't have a good nobody. spot but I had an excellent time Beyonce made eye contact with me three times I touched her fingertips it was all I could have asked for I'm and convinced more. that Beyonce also made eye contact with me I'm sure she did I'm gonna take it home with me mm-hmm. like you can't you know it, she could have been looking at Fran's beautiful hair she could have recognized Fran she could have been looking at uh, Charmed in front of me I really do but I feel like <laughs> she was looking she could have been looking at Melissa Harris Perry drunk as hell <laughs> but I really feel like <laughs> she looked at me and I was because yeah. I was the one who was flailing around. I was the one who was making an absurd amount of noise. Yeah. I was the one who was screaming, work, bitch. She probably and was. And so I feel like, you know, she just kind of glazed, glanced over at me and she just made this fierce face of, I sure will. Yeah. That was when she was doing, um, when she was going into Bootylicious. Oh, okay. When she had on that red fur. Yeah. Oh, yes. And that red latex. She was right there on that catwalk, right? Just. <sighs> Just right there. I got some amazing shots of Beyonce from the back because obviously she spends most of her time facing the audience. Mm -hmm. But when she was closer to us, like just looking at her first, I realized just how much clothing she has on. It doesn't look like a lot from a distance, but she's actually wearing like tights and then tights on top of that and all this other shit. Mm -hmm. But then this bitch's body, I was just like, are you a real person? (laughs) Like... How have you given birth and everything and there's like literally no marks on your body? Like there's no stretch marks. There's no area of discoloration. There's no dimples in the cheeks. Like there's no waves in the skin. There's nothing that suggests. Where is it? Beyonce has ever suffered any trauma in her life. (laughs) And I kind of want, I mean, I kind of want that body. Like if only for the sheer fact. It's like God photoshops the air around Right. It's like, how is all of you one color? I want this. Like you are just. Anyway, anyway, anyway. I was just, it was so overwhelming. I really feel like there is some sort of new technology um, in the hair industry that Beyonce um, is, is the, like, she has to be like the only person who Mm -hmm. uh, is able to get their hands on this because (laughs) she is out here kicking water around and getting that weave wet every single night and just being like, okay, new wig or new whatever. 
and just like, I'm done. So at first I thought they were all barefoot during the water segment, but it's just Beyonce. The dancers mm-hmm. have on something covering like their feet entirely, some kind of net or whatever. Beyonce is out there just leggings and toes. <laughs> and then them bitches are really doing choreography in the fucking water. Like that they're not just out there splashing around. Blew my mind. That's why I said that leg ending Ooh, part. Oh my God. That's why I said the ending part really was another highlight for me because for you to be able to to dance as hard like that was probably yes. as like they were full full out right. at that part because that's freedom and they were doing it freedom is down there yes all that shit but in water that's holding your feet down as you're supposed to be doing all of this yeah. when those girls were walking back down like that was the moment where she turned around before she does like the last song or last two songs she's like give it up to my dancers and I said I damn sure yes. will because they did that in that water I and- started screaming I said y'all gonna hear me tonight because you bitches went out there and you gave it your motherfucking all. And they're on the catwalk and they look yes. at about going back Coming and you back. can see them breathing yes. hard like I just did. And I said, you gave it your all! I said, yes, yes ma'am! Yes, Absolutely. lady! Absolutely! Yes, ladies! Y'all better fucking walk! Bleed y'all it! Y'all did that shit! Your whole soul! <laughs> and so, It's like I just, they can't even help but to laugh at us because we are being so... And the oh, whole yeah. pit is doing that. Everybody is like The whole pit up. and floor seats. Everybody is standing for the dancers because they just whoa and I also have to again recognize like one of my favorite things about Beyonce's live performances is her walk and I have told y'all this for a million times and I almost feel like she or I don't know if this is the way that she just naturally has always walked or if it's something that she does when she's on stage if she came up with it or whatever but she has absolutely transferred it over to the dancers they are doing the Beyonce walk as well y'all know exactly what walk I am talking about it's just a confident stride where she is stomping the red and white blood cells <laughs> out of each and every platform oh, that she's performing on. She's just forever. It was just so good. It was the just... whole entire show. I know I'm so, forgetting so much, but I just don't hurt yourself, which recently crept up into the number one spot for me on Lemonade. Freedom I told is number you it was my favorite song. It's just so angry and also so disrespectful. There's just such an utter lack of fucks to give about this nigga's feelings that I really identify with. So lately I've been playing that song a lot more and then she did it live and I think that's why I have this issue in my neck to where I can't really move it all the way no more because I went off. That shit is just... Beyonce, honey, I don't know why I'm nervous every time that I'm going to be near you or experience something that you put out. I don't I don't understand why I still feel that way, but I just want to thank you every single time for meeting my expectations and then smashing them into fucking smithereens. Like and you are the reason that I cannot go to any other shows and judge these girls or look at these girls. Like they can't I can't even pretend like I hold them to your standard because nobody else can touch you. I just can't spend my money on you and then spend my money on other people because it just will make me sad because it won't be the same. (laughs) I mean, I can spend my money on other people, but I just can't expect them to do the things that you do because you just you shut it down. I can't spend my money. I just I can't think of like you're just amazing girls that I would buy a ticket to. No, I mean, the rest of you girls are like. You know, vocal girls. Oh, oh, please. Plenty. Well, I mean, yes. I mean, there's plenty of girls who can sing and there are some who can dance, but there are few who can entertain the way Beyonce can. There are very few performers 
entertainers that are on that type of level. And mm-hmm. whether you spend $2,000 or $20 on a Beyonce concert, if you spend any kind of a coin on another one and you compare the two, it's going to just be like, I just don't know of anybody else who performs live who's going to give you that. I just don't. And I'm not even sure how many girls are actually trying to sing and dance at the same time, but Beyonce is just, she's just it. So she's that's like, well, I do. Right. And so. there's, there's no real reason to have to, you know, to try to stack anybody else up to what she can do because they just can't. Well, <sighs> I'm going to tell the story of my jacket and then I'll be finished. Oh, Tanache came out. For what? The for part of DJ Khaled set on Wednesday. You know how he brings out different people at don't do this. She, she did performed? the Yeah, she did two on. Isn't oh, well, that what it's called? You. Yeah. I said, all right, Tanisha, because I know she was in the audience on Tuesday. So you went from audience on Tuesday to being on stage on Wednesday, sis. <laughs> I applaud the come up. You better get your Your management um, got it right on together. That's right. Yeah, I think she was the only woman to other than Remy. She actually sings and dances. Well, not this night she didn't, but that's all right. Okay. Because listen, you people know the song. They were singing along. She, I assumed she was doing so. I couldn't really see her because Khaled's on the other side of the stage from where I was. But I heard her at least. I said, all right, Tanache, I'm not mad at that. Well, I that's a cute look. Kelly saying she would put you in a girl group with uh, Justine Skye. So, yes. Amen. That's, that's the thing I mean, that happened. Yes. That's all. I want nothing but the best for her. Yeah, I don't have I nothing. It was it was cute. I saw you know, good job for you. Gold star for you. You can only grow from here. <laughs> um, I told you girls online prior to me approaching the stadium that I was going to walk away with one of the all black uh satin well, I guess it's technically black and white. Uh, satin formation tour jackets. Mm-hmm. They are one hundred and fifty US dollars. Um, and I mm-hmm. saw my friend DJ Dimples with one when she, she went to the Miami show mm-hmm. and I saw it and I said, that is beautiful. I will have one. Um, someone on Twitter told me, well, girl, they've been kind of sold out in plenty of places. So good luck. I said, well, you know, the devil can say what he would like, <laughs> but my God oh, man. has promised me jacket we've talked about it you know i spoke to him i let him know that i desired a jacket he was like girl you don't deserve one but i'll see what i can do and so well like we made it work um but the point is i went onto the sidestep app which twitter also introduced me to where basically you like can buy merch and then pick it up when you get there but the jacket wasn't on there right neither one of them like neither so um and so when I went to the place, I saw that some of the jackets were up in like the little tour trucks or whatever, like the merch trucks, but the sidestep locations didn't have them. So I was like, okay, so she must know that this is a hot item. <laughs> right. And she's like, no, girl, if you want it, you got to work for it because everybody wants this jacket. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I told Fran, you know, I feel like I'm going to leave here disappointed. I'm not going to get my fucking jacket because I can't wait in line. I just, you know what I'm saying? I know that there's a possibility I'm going to wait in line and then get up to the front and they're going to be like, we don't have any more. And then I'm going to like spaz. I'm going to have a whole Kanye West tantrum and I'm going to fall to the floor and just be ridiculous. So we were walking out. This is when we met, ran into y'all. Oh, right, right. And so like I literally walked past the little merch table where everybody looks like a huge crowd in front of it. And I said, you know what, Fran? It can't hurt to ask. 
And I turned back around and I went over to like the side because I think that they were taking cash on the sides or whatever or something like that. Yeah. But I just went over there to ask. So I asked this black lady, do they have any more of the jackets? She was like, we only have like two left. I think they were like two different sizes. I don't know what they are. And so the guy checks and he's like, we have a medium and we have a large. I said, what? Well, can I have the medium? And she was like, you want the medium? Okay, you can have the medium or whatever. And so I was like, am I going to really get this jacket? Now, keep in mind, I'm at the side. There's a crowd in front waiting. So technically, I guess I skipped y'all. But again, the jacket's mine. Like, it was mine. (laughs) It was promised to me by my Lord and Savior. You let go all of that, all the social niceties and all that. You know, I briefly considered that stuff at first. And I was like, bitch, fuck you. Like, if it's between this... And not like if I have and to not disrespect you right. or get my jacket, I'm so I'm gonna sorry. have my jacket. I'm so I'm sorry, so that sorry. I have to do this. I mean, you saw the show of a lifetime <laughs> right. at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? You understand? There's really no right. reason to leave her angry. So. Um, but I told you girls that I was real willing and ready to scrap Delion with each and <laughs> every one of you bitches oh, no. over this outerwear. <laughs> so. The guy pulls the jacket down, and then he looks inside, and he's like, oh, sorry, this isn't a medium. It's actually a small. I quickened. I did a praise dance right in my two feet because I said, bitch, that is the size that I wanted in the first place. Don't you ever question my God, because what he will do is he will show up if you talk to him. And so... I said, ma'am, do I have to pay cash? Because I don't have cash only on my car with me. And she was like, you're supposed to pay cash over here, but I'm going to take care of you. Don't worry about it or whatever. I oh, said, just look, look at, like, all of the She's been watching your videos on YouTube. For all of years. the steps are ordered, Jesus. Yeah. Thank you. I gave him my motherfucking card. Chase knew not to play with me <laughs> they <know>. that evening, <laughs> bitch. And that motherfucker handed me my goddamn card. And the girl up in the front, this girl from the front was like, um, I see that you got your jacket. I'm very jealous of you, but I'm happy for you at the same time. I said, well, girl, I am so very sorry for you. I'm so sorry to hear that, but you be blessed. And I swung that goddamn jacket over my shoulder like James Brown, <laughs> and shit. I got to taking pictures right in front of everybody's asses. Now, I don't know who got that large girl. God bless you, but the small is mine. I, um... I wish each and every one of you well in your hunt for a jacket in the future if you decide to pursue one. But this one is mine. I am currently wearing it right here in the studio. Um, And I will never, ever get rid of it. Forever and always, this jacket will be mine. Asante called Jade from y'all being at the merch table, I think. When y'all were at the merch table, he called Jade and was like, let me talk to Crystal and put me on the phone real quick and was like, listen, they have the denim jacket in a medium so if you can get up here i think it's yours and i ran right up the stairs like i literally saw him ran. call you <laughs> within seconds <laughs> like i gave the girl my card and i turned to crystal and crystal was like i'll take it like it was like literally seconds nigga i sprinted up them stairs and i was like you know this it, it's a little it felt a little big but then everybody was like bitch it looks great yes like, just and so i just paid for it and i was like i'm coming back tomorrow anyway and i had done the same sidestep thing i had ordered like every t-shirt yeah, and I ordered, like, the bag and all there. that stuff so i was like i'm coming back tomorrow anyway but at least i have the denim fucking jacket Absolutely. i have it it's gorgeous it's perfect um and when we were walking back to go home friend was like you know if you see this at jacket tomorrow can you pick me up one in a small pay you back you know blah blah blah. she just 
couldn't get it on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So on Wednesday, I was like, I don't know how I'm going to do this because I'm in the pit. And if I move, I'm going to lose my space. Mm-hmm. Uh, but shout out to the girl. I think her name is Danielle or something like that. She was right next to me and she listened to the show. She listens to the show. And mm-hmm. I was like, can you hold my spot for me real quick? Ran down to the merch section and there was a white girl in front of me who bought the black satin jacket in a small and I wanted to rip it off her body. Bitch, I deserve like, I was like, that better not. But then I told myself, Crystal, is whatever is meant to be will be. Absolutely. Relax. God is in charge. It'll work itself out. And so I actually tried on the medium first and it was definitely too big. It fits different. I think it fits a little differently than the denim. It does. does. So God, they, they had two smalls, praise God. So I got two small jackets and texted friends just like over the moon. But then I had to like keep up with three jackets right. plus my whole bag of merch and then, you know, all the other shit on top of that. But you know, all things work themselves out for Beyonce. I have both of these tour jackets that I will cherish all my life. I probably I'm going to put them in storage soon just so that nothing happens to them. Like I don't want anything to happen to any of my memorabilia from that night, but I'm saving it all. The ticket stub, the lanyard, the towel, bitch, the sunglasses, the backpack, all I'm I'm saving all of it. The wristbands, it was just it was an amazing experience. Thank you, Beyonce. Thank you for allowing me to give you all of my money. Well, <laughs> literally all of it, girl. I gave you so much money over these past couple of days. Oh, it's actually ridiculous. It really doesn't even make it's sense. It's actually to talk about disgusting how much money I, I spent. <laughs> like, and I know that it's in comparison to a lot of people there, I probably ain't spent shit. So right, but I felt I just. But you know, it's just it's all worth it. Like I just. Beyonce, I regret nothing. She just, thank you, sis. I thank regret you. nothing. Not a goddamn thing. And actually, I'm just plotting on how I can see this show again. I'm trying to go to the show in New Orleans. I'm thinking about the one in Jersey just because it is some time away. When is the New Orleans show? September, I think. Oh, it is? That's what I heard. Oh, what? Okay, well, never mind then. Yeah, I'm trying to go to that. Oh, okay. Well, then, I mean, yeah. Jer- Jersey would be easy, obviously, because it's right there. Hell, I'll go to that one, too. But... I think, I'm definitely trying to go. To yeah, for the next show, I definitely want to get down by the water. I want to get wet. I want to get kicked on. I want Beyonce to kick water onto me. I want her to water on me. So yeah, I think I'm going to try to get seats down there. But overall, I mean, the formation tour is perfect. Flawless. Like you no knew it would intended. be. You need to fucking go. It's I mean, and I think the only thing I was missing was like a tour book or a program or something. I wanted something. To... <gasps> That's a good point. Didn't I didn't even have see one. Any yeah, of those. I didn't. No, she. There is not one because <laughs> I checked like seven different merch tables. So, also shout out to City Field for having wine spritzers on deck. Me and Jay got low key fucked up off of you weren't the only carbonated one. red and white wine. <laughs> People are out there twisted. That's probably what my girl was drinking. Yes. With that white wine. Thank you, Beyonce. It was everything, sis. I had a great time. So at this moment, you know, I'm sure that we went longer than we said we were going to. So if something was spoiled for you, you know, I mean, God is, you know, still a healer. And you should just trust him and get to know him. (laughs) Um, So we're all just move on. Yes, be blessed. We'll be right back. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business, you want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? We've told you. It's your girl, ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast, honey. And right now you can try it for free, girl, at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. 
ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. And I've actually used ZipRecruiter for my for like mm-hmm. my own personal things on the back end. And it really does work pretty quickly. And I also appreciate that it's easy to use because, uh, you know, this aging brain of mine in technology works part in ways, which makes me sad, but that's a different conversation. Amp up your hiring performance with Zip Recruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on Zip Recruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try Zip Recruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash the read again that's ziprecruiter.com slash the read ziprecruiter the smartest way to hire now let's get back to show life is a highway and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches but there's only one mccrispy so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour Okay, so it's time for listener letters. It sure is. Send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com. We may just read them aloud on the show. Our first question comes from, let's call her Nia, who says, I have an older friend whose daughter is 12 going on 13. Her daughter is an animal lover and consequently has decided to become a vegetarian. My friend buys the groceries in the house and obviously does all the cooking and refuses to allow her daughter to go without meat because she says it's too hard for her to make two different meals every evening. She's a single mother and I get not wanting to create extra work for herself, but isn't it a little cruel to force this girl to eat meat if she really doesn't want to? She is instead encouraging her daughter to start by only giving up red meat for now and will make turkey burgers instead of regular beef, for example. I don't think that's a decent solution since her daughter still has to eat meat. My question is, am I overreacting? Should I say something to encourage my friend to support her daughter's decision? I know I cannot help her cook or buy groceries, so I'm not sure how productive this conversation would be. What would y'all say to your friend, if anything at all? Thanks, Nia. I would probably say that I I think I would try and encourage my friend to support her daughter's decision to be vegetarian. Um, Although I'm not vegetarian, I will never be vegetarian um, because I really enjoy meat. I taste the taste of it. That sounded bad. Um, well, it but, is what it is. I mean, both. Of when those you love things. it, you love it. You love what you love. I'm just saying that I would talk to her about it because I completely understand what you're saying. And, you know, ideally it would be, you know, great if she could make. Things for her daughter to eat that weren't so complicated or whatever. Um, but at the same time, it is her daughter. And if she is a single mom, <laughs> Man, it, I can't. Right. <laughs> she's doing it by herself. So it's, I can't imagine, like, okay, well, I'm gonna cook something for me to eat or whatever, or the child to eat or whatever. But then I have to make something specifically for this kid, too, because she decided to, she wants to be a vegetarian. Like, I can see both sides of it. Right. So I guess it's complicated. Well, I went through a stage when I was this age when I was like, oh, I'm going to be a vegetarian. Meat eating is so cruel. This is just so wrong. Right. That's what I'm saying. She's you a know, kid. So she I mean, and mind. then two weeks later, there was two weeks, two days later, there was a pizza and I ate all the sausage first. Like, so I just I mean, I think for me, it would be like I understand that the kid, you know, feels this way and wants to be vegetarian. But when you don't buy any groceries and you don't have any say in how the household is run like it's very difficult for me to be like okay well yes you single working mother who has to juggle the world 
Also, you should go ahead and spend more money that you probably don't have on, you know, groceries and shit that's maybe harder or more foreign to cook so that your daughter feels better about it. Like when I told my mom I wanted to be a vegetarian, she was like, I mean, cool, because that's extra chicken for the rest of us. I don't (laughs) think it's going to last, but feel free to not eat any meat in this house. It wasn't I'm not cooking no meat or I'm cooking a whole separate dinner for you. It was, if you want to have dinner with nothing besides, bitch, be my guest. But right. the rest of us are having a meal. And in Oklahoma, there's no such thing as a meal without meat. So That's what I'm saying. Like, if, if she doesn't want to have meat, I'm just trying to figure out how complicated it would be to make a vegetarian meal for a kid every day. Because I don't eat. I don't I'm not a vegetarian so I don't really when I, I mean, think of vegetarian my uncle is one I understand the desire to be one but I just feel like when you are 12 you kind of have to work with what your mama can do like you can't really realistically be like okay well I want to be a vegetarian so I demand a full vegetarian meal option like, right that's what I'm saying like I guess girl you're just gonna have to be eating the salad right and like I mean and I think it's great that her mother's like okay well let's try you on turkey first since you feel a way about meat you know like let's cut out the meat that is not as good for you i'm sure she still has you know questions about her daughter getting the protein and everything else that she needs so i really don't see nothing wrong with that kind of compromise the fact that she was even willing to do that because my mama was not buying no turkey okay my mama bought turkey turkey but that was because she had her own thing about turkey being leaner or whatever like she used to always do my mama wasn't buying no ground turkey we have never a ground turkey a day in my life she would buy like turkey slices for sandwiches and obviously we would have it right. like at holidays but otherwise my mama wasn't making like no turkey meatballs turkey burgers none of that we ate deer and regular red ass cows like period and if you didn't want it feel free to eat the sides like nobody's gonna stop you if all you want is mashed potatoes green beans <laughs> greens you know nobody gets it but hey you do you if that's what makes you happy you go right ahead right I this, I just don't know if that's too complicated i feel like as from a friend because if she wants tofu burgers and all of that stuff then i totally get it because it's like first of all that stuff isn't cheap and secondly don't nobody feel Who like knows having how to, to cook make, that right to figure out how to make it and do all this like i'm sure maybe you can get some frozen shit that she can make and if she's 12 years old and that ain't good enough then she's gonna have to get a job <laughs> because <laughs> if you can't find some like frozen non-meat patties or something like you can just pop in the oven or whatever and put on between two slices of bread <laughs> I don't know what else you know what I'm saying because I, I mean I just, but then how is that any healthier than any other junk food like is it even really any better if it's the same processed bullshit like I don't even know if that's better for your child on from a health perspective than just regular ass food she's trying because again, I think my mother would have done the exact thing. My, I Man. definitely grew up in a household of what I cooked is what's for dinner. Mm-hmm. Other than if you do not want to eat this, I will not force you to eat it at a certain age. At a certain when age, when we were kids, you're gonna eat. This it was like food. once we got to high school. I think she was like, okay, yeah. well, listen, you know how to not die. So right. <laughs> you're going to eat when you're hungry. I will trust that you will find something to sustain you until your next meal. But this is what I cooked, and I'm not doing anything Right. Else. No, she didn't. My mother never took orders. It was never, I want this. And sometimes I hear people talk about their households like, oh, well, one person wanted something, another person wanted something else. And so they just ordered from different restaurants. Or the mama cooked, like, two whole different meals. My mother literally would have never. Yeah, I don't think that has ever happened. 
If you don't like what she what she made, you literally can just not eat. Maybe it. it's like, oh, it's my birthday. I really, really love. Oh Maria's. yeah, like or for your birthday, yeah, she'll make whatever you want. But just on a any given Thursday, Thursday right? <laughs> Kiss no, my mama. This is what's for dinner. <laughs> I'm not cooking no whole ass. <laughs> and very nonchalant about it. Like right? that's fine. Like, but I'm not cooking anything else. <laughs> so I don't even know and why you're talking I don't to me need about to, this. Right? If I were you, Nia, I would not push her on this because again recognize she's a single mother who has plenty of problems right i wouldn't even come at it from a place of like oh well you should do that like Mm -mm. it should maybe be something like what do you think like could be like the best solution that is like non-meat related do you think maybe she should just eat sides or you know what can what, what else can we do because she probably hates this but again like you said she might just go right back to eating cheeseburgers and Chick-fil-A <laughs> next in no week. time like so I mean I feel like a lot of kids probably go through that phase and then a whole lot of them bounce right the fuck back out of it because I remember thinking about it as a kid because I do love animals but I was just like they taste so good and they eat each other so I'm not gonna just stop <laughs> like I never ever my mother was like but God created us to have dominion over the animals is right there in the Bible. So we're going to eat this meat. I you just, don't have to. I'm confused. If it makes you sad, I get it. You know, they're very, lots of them are cute um, and whatever you feel. I, I don't know any people it. who switched to vegetarianism as a kid and stuck with it. Only if they were like raised, raised vegetarian from right. the get go mm-hmm. do they stick with Everybody else, I mean, how you just can't have delicious ass bacon and burgers and shit all your life and then be like, oh, okay, done. No more ribs, no more brisket. Like health reasons and things like that. But again, that's usually when you get right. older. Right. So, I mean, I mean, really, Oklahoma is such a meat eating state. Barbecue is like the state food. You just, there's no barbecue in vegetables. I mean, I guess people do that, but like, we don't. I don't believe There's no need for this. It's like non-dairy chocolate. Who the fuck wants a skewer of cucumbers and squash and shit when you could have hot links? There's just certain things that don't need to happen. And barbecue vegetables are one of those things. Good luck to you. Um... Oh yeah, no! Don't let us know how it goes. Just let her let let let, let that lady do the right. best let that her she rock. absolutely can. She already doing it. Alone. Single mother, I'm, she probably I'm gonna... apt to let you do just about whatever the fuck you need to do to get through the day, sis. Don't surprise if that lady's like, "Well, you want to cook this shit for her every motherfucking night?" Because if you do, go for it. <laughs> right, that's totally your business, none of mine. All right, our next question comes from. Damn, everybody wants to be anonymous. Uh, let's call her Where Alex. I mean, we didn't used to have this many keep me anonymous requests, and now it's like every last one of them. Well, um, people are on here reading their sister in laws and cussing and out you their know, and stuff. So here's a girl talking about her cousin right now. I'm single with no children, and I'm in my late 20s, which is an anomaly in my family. I have a younger cousin who's married with three kids. This has been her condition for seven years. The fact that you called it a condition. Wow. So anyway, I've recently moved back home to Chicago and wanted to reconnect with her and spend more time with her. However, I noticed that she never has money or a babysitter. Side note, for some reason, her husband refuses to watch his kids and my mom watches them instead and keeps cussing me out about it. At first, the lack of money. Right. I mean, probably like venting 
about uh-huh. how the man doesn't watch the kids, which we'll get to that anyway. At first, the lack of money she had wasn't a big issue. I would pay her way so we could hang out and she could get a break from the kids. But more recently, it's gotten out of hand. When y'all were here for the live show, I told her I was going and she asked if she could come, but said she had no money. And I felt bad. So I said, sure, I'll buy your ticket. And then she got out. And then she got outrageous and said, can we order an Uber? <laughs> so I asked her, did she have Uber money? Because I actually have a car. So there's no reason for all that. I told her no and footed the bill for the night. And it was whatever. Fast forward to two weeks ago, the formation tour hit Chicago and the queen was here. When I bought my ticket, I told my cousin and she tried to guilt me into buying hers. I didn't bend because fuck that. I went by myself and had a blast. A few days later, she came to my house and I was showing her the footage on my phone. And do you know this bitch actually tossed my phone on the table and rolled her eyes? After that, I noticed she's been throwing shade left and right, saying things like, I'm glad I don't have to work as much as you. My husband spoils me or you could afford to waste money because you're alone. But I'd rather come home to a full house. And are you looking for a man if you focused on dating as much as you focus on everything else? You'd be married. My question is, how do I address this bitch in her shade? I don't want to cuss her out. She's my family. But I do have to say something because it's getting out of hand. Well, I would have cussed her out from the moment she threw my phone. I mean, really? You disrespect my property. We have an issue. She just threw your phone because you (laughs) went to go see a concert that you should not miss. (laughs) And she didn't go because you didn't buy her a ticket. Are you obligated somehow to pay for her to also go see Beyonce? You aren't. You already paid for her to come and see us. Right. To come and see us. So she just wants. For you to fund her nightlife experience. <laughs> right, all of her fun. That's not going to work out neither. Like, that's not My mama already watched your kids. Right. So talking about my husband, you say your husband spoils you. Clearly not, girl, because your husband could not even come up of a money for tickets to the read, much less tickets to formation. So I wouldn't call you spoiled. Maybe you don't have to pay the rent in your you house. You act but, spoiled. Sp- right. You you act like you are living in the lap of luxury, but in actuality, you just don't have to pay the rent at your house, which does not a spoiled woman make. I'm so sorry to tell you. Spoiled women get whatever the fuck they want. Spoiled women are kept women. All they have to do is ask or bat them eyelashes, and they get what they want. Spoiled women have a card on their man's account so that asking is not even an issue anymore. They just go out and shop. Right. Spoiled you are not, sis. And I don't understand how a husband doesn't watch his own fucking kids. What do you mean he doesn't watch his kids? I don't understand how she never has a babysitter when she's married. Like, are the two of them not taking turns watching the kids that they made together? Like, how does your man just outright not watch his own children? The thing that confuses me, right, is because the way that this letter was set up, like a lot of this is piecing together for me because I heard the words. Okay. But <laughs> I don't understand how, like, it sounds to me like you, she sounds like a single mom. <laughs> like, it's, it, it, she sounds like, like. A single mom with four kids instead of three because one of them's overgrown and requires ju- just, just as much work as the rest of them. I just don't understand how you're A, married to the father of your children. And you're claiming to be spoiled, but yeah, you don't have nobody to watch the kids. You don't have what twenty whatever dollars to come to the read. <laughs> you don't have the money to go to the fucking Beyonce show, right? And then on top of that, you have an attitude to people other than your man <laughs> for not spending <laughs> their money to 
take you places and watch your kids. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> you mad at everybody but the nigga that you should be mad at, really, if it came down to anybody. That's how y'all get caught up now and be listening to Lemonade girl. like, oh, I relate. No, girl, it's not even almost the same. No. Because, girl. <laughs> when Beyonce said, keep your money, I got my own, she meant it. She meant that. Jay-Z doesn't take care of her. So I don't understand. <laughs> I'm just confused. And I would definitely. And it seems like she's taking the resentment on her life out on you. That's what it is. Because while she probably still feels like she should be like happier. Right. Like, it's like she feels like, oh, well, I'm married with three kids. You know, this is goals or whatever. Like, she should be happy, but she isn't. And she's taking that resentment out on you because you're single and childless with disposable income and, and time it to up. go live your motherfucking and life living it up. and party and she gotta look ask for niggas to watch her motherfucking baby just to go out or whatever because her husband i guess is at his friend's house playing 2k right i don't know is what, he can he not watch his how do you not i don't I, i'm sorry i don't i really don't get that does he work 20 hours a day every man in my family i'm actually so proud of my brother and my cousins because they're all married with children and they all watch their i mean and that's not even something to brag about. Oh, my family is does a good job of raising their children. But like when I hear about niggas who refuse to watch their own kids, I'm like, where did y'all grow up? Well, how did, who, who raised you? What do you mean you don't watch? They're not. It's not even an issue of a babysitter because you're not babysitting. They they belong to you. You're being a you're parenting. You're taking care of your children. This is your job. You that's made them. What happens? When you become a parent. Right. Like you made you them or you agreed to raise them, one or the other. So what What do you mean? Do you just not want them? What is uh, it? Trash. I'm confused. But the again, I would she... have cursed her motherfucking yeah, ass out right, the moment right. that she uh, threw my phone down. Because, girl, you mean to tell me that you're married to a man that you claim spoils you. Now, in order for a nigga to spoil you, I would assume that he works. So if he works, he must have some sort of money. Now, if that is the case and he has enough money to be spoiling you, I don't understand why you ask me to take you nowhere. And then you have the nerve to, uh, on top of that, be upset and throw my cellular device down on the front, on the on the ground while the queen is playing on top of it. You could have got your ass whooped. So I just don't even understand. <laughs> like I'm, I'm confused. I'm lost. The next time she said to me, "If you focus on dating as much as you do everything else, you'd be married." I'd say, "Bitch, so I can come home and be miserable like you." Exactly. I need to focus on getting married. You don't have a partner. Hello? Are you listening, sis? You don't have a partner. You don't have a built-in support system in your marriage. You have a marriage license. You have somebody who is probably paying part or all of your bills. And in return, I'm certain she waits on him hand and fucking foot, just like she does her three kids. No thanks, sis. Like, I'm actually super good over here. And it goes back to what we were talking about last week and just being happy by your fucking self. Because when you are so desperate to have a man, you end up in situations like this. Just to say that you have a man. Oh, I mean, you get to go out and travel and see all the things you want to see and go everywhere you want to go. But I come home to a full house. Yeah, girl, a full house of fucking headache. Congratulations. I'm over here carefree. I'm happy. Like, bitch. And it's not to say that you can't be in a relationship or be married and be, you know, having tons of fun at home. But, girl, you ain't. Right. And so I don't know. Because the people who are don't act like this. Exactly. Even if you don't, you don't have to have money to be happy either. But if she felt like, you know, maybe her man is paying all the bills and they don't have a whole lot left over for fun or whatever. But at least he is her man and not 
another fucking burden on her plate. That's like, just lazy people. Like, that's girl, some them hoes girl. that just be lazy. I'm sorry. Like, y'all girls, like, there are so many women, unfortunately, unfortunately now, that are simply just lazy and feel, and not even just women, because niggas like have perfected lazy <laughs> and plenty of the gays are out here with niggas taking care of them too so it's not even just women don't get it twisted but I think that it's unfortunate how many ladies do just feel like okay well I can rest on the fact that I have a vagina and that you know I'm beautiful and those types of things and just have a nigga take care of me so I don't have to do anything now if you want to do that that's fine it's not necessarily anything wrong with that type of a lifestyle but it almost always comes with some bullshit like a nigga who's not going watch his kids because I pay all the bills in this motherfucker house so I'm gonna go to the pool hall and I'm gonna Trash. drink 50 beers because I take care of all you girls anyway so figure it out like it all like right. that so many men think that that's their responsibility as a man and that they have it's nothing to simply else just to do make sure that the lights are on right. and I can do whatever the fuck I but want no, to no you also need to be emotionally and physically present and available but they don't even care about that part no, that's why don't. them girls be, they be like oh I'm so spoiled and my life is so perfect even though this nigga is gonna bring me home chlamydia next week and oh next, the week after that it'll be syphilis you know what I'm saying like they don't give a fuck about that part because they feel like they can brag because the the bloody bottom of their shoes was not paid for by right. them and like girl that's fine but don't try and make me feel bad for being single right. like my life is just the pits right. because I get to go and do whatever the fuck I want whenever the fuck I want I'm having the time of my goddamn exactly. life so if you're having fun too in your life that's fine but don't get it twisted and make me feel like oh well I didn't fall for the Stepford wife narrative and didn't fall to the knees of some nigga who's gonna pay my bills and so my life has just gotta be miserable oh no girl I'm going right. to the club this weekend and I'm not gonna have anybody I don't have to beg nobody to watch my baby for me and you know help me pick out a dress and maybe right. pay for some goddamn stockings so that I can make it there I do whatever the fuck I want to mm-hmm. and if and when I decide that I do want a nigga to come and be sickening with me I'll get there I'm taking my time you yeah. rushed into this shit and look where you're at and begging at me you. for to- formation tickets my cousins are all married with kids and I went home and obviously our lives are I went home for Memorial Day week and obviously our lives are totally different you know they living in Houston and raising families and I'm in New York City being ridiculous but they are happy in their lives and they are in fulfilling marriages and they are not miserable human beings so they are happy for me and not trying to find ways to make me feel bad for not being where they are in life and vice Always versa them. I'm very happy being single and childless and living this ridiculous life in New York City. So I'm not going to go home and be like, oh my God, you poor girls and these children and you're just chained to this oh man. God. And God, you must be so miserable and all you do all day is chase around after toddlers and So the baby's just there oh every God. day? Oh, that must suck. I love my life and I'm happy with myself and I love my cousins and their kids. So being around them is just, it should be nothing but love and joy being exchanged. But your cousin is miserable and she's taking that out on you instead of her husband but that's her fault and not yours because she knows she goes to her husband and gets to complain and he might she, leave right and then everything that she values will walk out the door right she along with walk his ass right into neiman's see who has the time card, and who they're gonna be the like there, there's nothing under this account ma'am um <laughs> neiman's just, do you mean pennies niggas i was trying not, to give them the benefit niggas of the is not shopping it <laughs> niggas do not have store cards at Neiman's. You better get that nigga fuck. was like, I'm not sending you no motherfucking conference concert for this bitch to have you thinking that you can tell oh, uh-uh. me whatever the fuck and you can talk to me about lemonade no, and say, boy, bye. I'm not funding that bullshit. Go ask your cousin and her mama to go take you. Don't ask me a motherfucking thing. 
Yeah, Don't girl. Ask me shit. I'm living my life. You live yours. All right. Is that it for the questions? We want to wrap it up here. We can. Okay. Send yours to asktheread at gmail.com and we'll be back. Okay, so we're back and we're going to wrap up this week's episode right about here. I'm actually super thrilled with the way that my week has been going. I have nothing to read and I do have shit to do. (laughs) Um, Yeah, we're going to go ahead and skip the read portion this week uh, just because we're kind of in a rush right now. But I do want to say free Jasmine Richards and fuck Brock Turner. We'll be talking about that later, though. Um, So thanks again um, to Beyonce for coming to New York City and changing my life the way you did, sis. Um, I will literally never forget it. It was an amazing experience. And... I just really appreciate you for continuing to push yourself, for continuing to set the bar, for continuing to be the standard, for continuing to be the best. I just thank you so much. You are a total inspiration to me in my life. Girl, you already know how I get down when it comes to you, doll. <laughs> You're everything. You show the girls. You prove to the girls. You are the girls. The girls wish. And that's really just all that it boils down to. The beginning, the end. The leader. You know what I'm saying? The entire arena. Everything about it. Beyonce. Performer. Singer. Artist. Beauty. Dancer. Vocal. Everything. Hair. Finger. Foot. (laughs) Kneecap. Everything. Everything is flaw-free. Everything about you is absolutely fantastic. Just slay my life and continue to do it. And I would really love a Blu-ray, DVD, 3D, whatever kind of a pack, digital. Just something. Maybe with like a holographic cover. I'm ready and willing to pre-order my Formation Tour Blu-ray, please. Even her knees are beautiful. Like being that close to her and watching her walk so many times. I'm like, how are your knees gorgeous? Who are you? How are you this person? Anyway, thanks so much again to Third Love for sponsoring this week's episode of The Read. Remember, y'all, that... 24-7 24-7 t-shirt bra. Seriously, the most comfortable bra I have ever owned. Literally sleep in it. You have 30 days to try a brand new bra yourself. Start your free trial now at thirdlove.com slash read. Third love, so comfortable you will forget to take it off. Also, San Francisco, we are headed your way this weekend. Very, very excited to come back um, to the West Coast and all your legal treats and... Um, I forgot about that. All you fun people. I think San Francisco's weather is a little on the colder side, but still excited. Well, I've got a formation jacket to keep me You know, I've got a couple, so I think I'm going to be all right. Uh, Tickets available at thereadlive.com. I think there are still some um, up. Don't forget London. We're headed your way at the end of July. All tickets and uh, venue information, et cetera, et cetera, available at thereadlive.com. Anything else, Kit Fury? You have any news? Um, 305 Live. Don't forget, you can go to fury305.com and get tickets to um, my summer party later this month. I think it's actually Pride Weekend, so it's going to be a big old bonanza. It's going to be on a nice rooftop. There's oh, gonna man. Food. There's going to be drinks. Pride Weekend. Ratchet, ratchet music. It's just going to be a really good time. So make sure that you're in the place. It's not going to be like an all day thing, girls. So just be in formation and come out and it'll be a great time. And all of these niggers are going to be there. So it'll be plenty fun. Don't forget to follow, subscribe, rate, review all that on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, uh, also Spotify. Shout out to us for being on Spotify. Oh, we are? <laughs> yes. And I feel like Chris told us that, but you know how Chris be telling us stuff and we'd be like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> so anyway, yes, you can listen to the read now on Spotify. Um, and thanks so much, everybody, for all the support. We'll see y'all next week. 